Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am. Today I am recording this podcast using a genuine Shure SM58 microphone plugged straight into a uh, Tascam DR100 Mark III. Uh, and I actually really like the sound of this microphone. It definitely sounds better than... Uh, my fake SM58 microphone, and um, it feels um, a little more, it just feels built like a lot better. Um, they, there still is a little handling noise you can hear when I kind of move the microphone around in my hand a little bit, uh, which I'm not like super into, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I guess when you're recording stuff, you just, you hold the microphone, you don't really... You're not supposed to be jostling it around, but for podcasting and, and or if you hand the microphone off to someone who's not like uh, well versed with microphones, you just got to watch out for that handling noise. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a cool microphone, and uh, yeah, it's it's just a really classic, good sounding vocal microphone. So um, if you're ever in a bind and need a good vocal microphone. Uh, this is about a hundred bucks. Um, you can find them used. I would be really careful buying anything on eBay used. That's where I ended up getting my fake SM58 from. Um, I didn't know it was fake at the time I bought it, and I actually didn't know it was fake for a long time. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'd stay away from eBay for this particular purchase. Uh, there's a lot of fakes out there. Uh, but yeah, a hundred bucks. Uh, with tax about 110 bucks is what you can pretty much expect to pay at most places. Um, anyway, yeah, just love testing out all these different microphones. Um, uh, today I've got a question from my man, Bryce, who wrote in with another question and this time he wants to know about health insurance. Um, let me go ahead and pull up his question. Uh, says, Hey Michael, what's up, man? I just had a quick question about health insurance. Do you mind me asking how much do you pay for health insurance? I'm used to getting it all through work. So that's a great question, Bryce. Um, for the people out there that are venturing into you know, becoming a full-time self-employed person and you're no longer going to be getting health insurance through your employer because you are now your own employer, congratulations. Um, yeah, uh, so... On average, so I'll, I'll, I just want to tell a little story. Back when I was first searching for health insurance, um, when I first quit my TV job um, and started my wedding videography business, I 
did the same thing. Like I had the same question that you did was like, Oh man, I didn't need health insurance. Like how do I go about getting it? Um, and how much do I pay for it? Uh, when I went out to look for health insurance, I went through a site called Connect for Health Colorado. And that's just kind of like our state system for like, it's like our online kind of like broker for finding health insurance. You could go through any number of other avenues of getting health insurance. That's just kind of what I was looking through. Um, and back when I was looking, this is around 2011, um, maybe 2012 or so I was looking and it was going to be about 200 bucks a month, um, for like a decent health insurance plan. But this was like, I'm pretty sure this is before Obamacare went into effect. Um, let me look, let's see when Obamacare went into effect. Um, and so before, um, start date, March 23rd, 2010. So I must've actually been looking just before then. Um, yeah. Or maybe it went into effect on a certain date, but then like there was a delay or so. I don't know. I can't remember what happened with that, but I remember I was looking pre Obamacare or pre some revolutionary thing that happened in, uh, healthcare with, you know, the government and insurance and laws and all this stuff. And it was going to cost me about, I remember seeing prices like 180, um, or 200. And, you know, those were for just like very like, okay plans. Like they weren't great plans. They weren't like, if you ever see the office when they're all trying to decide what, what health plan, uh, they should all get, uh, at, uh, on the TV show, the office, there's a really funny episode. Uh, everybody wants like the ultra platinum plan or whatever. And Michael Scott's trying to convince everybody to go with like the, like the silver plan or I can't remember exactly what the episode was about, but I, I do remember it was funny. Uh, yeah. So I didn't have the, the ultra platinum plan. I wasn't looking for that. I was young. I was, um, my mid twenties overall, like pretty healthy, um, you know, early, early to mid twenties, this have always been a pretty healthy person. Um, like rarely go to the doctor until now. Like I'm in my thirties now and I feel like I've been to the doctor like, uh, five times in the last month. Um, but yeah, so back then it was like, I don't really need a whole lot of, you know, upgrades and luxury health insurance coverage. Now, as you get older and you get into your thirties and forties and stuff, you're especially going to want to consider having a better health insurance plan. But you know, if you're young, healthy, not overweight, you could probably get by with just having like a higher deductible plan that doesn't cover as much stuff. Um, but I don't really recommend getting a plan that's, you know, has a deductible more than $5,000. Um, cause once you do that, like, uh, and for those of you who don't know what a deductible is, it's basically the money that you pay. Um, it's your portion. Uh, it's your responsibility of your healthcare costs, right? So let's say you go to the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, you need to have your, uh, appendix removed and that surgery is going to cost $10,000. Well, if your deductible is $5,000, uh, 
uh, the insurance company says, okay, you can get that surgery. Um, we're going to pay $5,000 of it and you're going to pay $5,000 of it. Right. Uh, if that surgery was $30,000, the insurance company would say, all right, you're going to get that surgery. We're going to pay $25,000, but you're going to have to pay 5,000. Right. So, um, that's, that's what the deductible is. It's basically what you're responsible for, um, after whatever the insurance company pays out. So, um, yeah, it basically, that's like your, that's like your limit. Like, you know, it's, you, you're not going to pay out of pocket more than $5,000 per calendar year. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't go over 5,000 with the deductible. There are high deductible plans that might actually be considered a high deductible plan. I'm not totally sure. Um, and back when I was looking, that plan was like 200 bucks. Now, um, the average, I just looked up the average cost of, uh, health insurance premium for a single person. And it's like, 400 bucks. <laughs> so, uh, unless you were like super poor or, um, uh, you had like a pre-existing health condition that basically prevented you from getting insurance before, um, Obamacare would kind of turned into a pain in the ass for basically everybody else. Um, because insurance companies had to, um, basically agreed to cover people that they would have previously denied coverage for, right? Uh, let's say somebody who had uh, just a billion health problems approached an insurance company was like, hey, I want health insurance. And they'd run all their tests on the person and they'd be like, uh, we're not going to cover you because you are a huge liability. Like, <laughs> we're just going to lose money on you, right? So now those people uh, can't be denied coverage. As far as I know, I haven't been keeping up with things lately, but I'm pretty sure that's, uh, what happened with Obamacare is, uh, you couldn't be denied coverage based on pre-existing conditions. So anyway, so yeah, now insurance companies have to pay for those people. And to do that, they've raised the premium prices for everybody else. And the word premium, that's just the cost that you pay for the health insurance, right? That's just the price. Uh, the premium is just the price. Um, so yeah, you're probably looking for just one person in your twenties or so you're probably, or even thirties, you're probably looking at probably around 400 bucks a month. Um, so yeah, I wish I had like better news. Cause I know for most people that's like pretty, that's pretty intense. Um, I actually don't pay for health insurance. Uh, my wife has health insurance through her job, so she pays for it. Um, and I think it's crazy. I'll have to double check with her, but um, I think she pays like 600 bucks a month and it covers me and her and our, our any kids that we have. Um, so yeah. Uh, trying to think, I think I want to say that she pays 600 bucks a month for health insurance for all of us. Um, but I'll have to double check because yeah, I forget how that works. I think it's a little bit lower when you're, when you're working for an employer, like, uh, I think the employer pays for, for part of it or something like that. So, um, so yeah, luckily, you know, our, our health insurance is awesome too. Like her, it's like a zero deductible plan. I have co-pays. So when I go to 
like I'm in physical therapy right now for my neck. And I'm also seeing like a regular therapist for uh, the anxiety I mentioned in the uh, previous episodes. So when I go to those places, um, I have like a uh, like a 20 or $40 copay, depending on where I go. Um, if I go to the physical therapist, it's a $40 copay. Um, so I have to pay 40 bucks. Um, but other than that, like pretty much everything is covered. So it's, uh, it's a really good plan. And so, uh, I guess I'm, I'm pretty lucky when, when it's all said and done that, you know, I'm, I'm married and, um, my wife has a W2 job where, uh, she gets just that, you know, good employer healthcare coverage. So, um, so yeah, if you are Bryce, if you're planning on getting married anytime soon, man, uh, just make sure your wife has like a W2 job, uh, <laughs> or, or just be super successful at what you're doing. And you know, the premium won't be a big deal. You'll be like, eh, 400 bucks, whatever. I'll just shell that out every month. Um, which I know, for most people that sounds like what 400 bucks a month. Like I could never, how am I supposed to listen when you get really good at what it is that you do and you're able to charge, you know, 3000, $4,000 for like a wedding or whatever, um, or more like all of the sudden that all that stuff that seemed so far out of reach before is well, is actually well within reach. Um, and I do recommend that everybody get health insurance. I didn't have it for the first two, maybe three years of my business. Um, cause I was young and you know, like I said, I like pretty much never went to the doctor. I never had really any health issues, but as you get older, um, you know, like you really don't want to take that chance. And looking back, like I was just, I was lucky that nothing terrible happened to me. You know, um, I was lucky that I wasn't diagnosed with anything. Um, at the time I wasn't, um, involved in any sort of like accident or anything that, you know, I could have, you, you never know what might happen, right? Like I still went mountain climbing. I still went on hikes. I still did stuff that could have potentially hurt me. Um, but I lucked out and nothing bad happened. So I don't really recommend that people go without health insurance, but if you are going to do that, then I would say do it well while you're young. Um, that's probably the, that's probably the best time to go without health insurance. Cause as you get older, you're going to find out that your, your body's just not the same. Um, and I'm a lightweight dude. I weigh like right now I weigh 137 pounds. Like I'm not a big dude. Uh, and even, even at my size, like you can still, um, you can still start to feel the effects of getting older. So, um, yeah, I hope that answers your question, man. Uh, till next time guys later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company. And for good reason, uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe 
how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide rim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide rim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide rim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to pull those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two 8x10s that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.